0: How long gone is here? Hello, hello. How the fuck are you? Con- Still coming to you live from London. The last broadcast after two successful shows at the beautiful and uh, historic um, 100 Club in in Soho, where punk started, where the place of punk. Jason and I walked into the room on Friday before our first sold out show at the 100 Club in Soho, and the walls are lined with first photos only. of the iconic of the iconic <laughs> <laughs> of the iconic uh, rockers. Who have touched the stage? The Rolling Stones, the Horrors, uh, Oasis, Blur, Emmy Winehouse. I mean, it, it's it's Kobe Winehouse. It's where we belong. I don't know if you felt like that, Jason.
1: No, not at all. I don't think I belong there. But it was nice. I mean, a lovely venue, lovely staff. We loved everyone there. Debbie, Deborah. Her name is Deborah, the merch lady. We had a, we had like a, you know, a woman that was just like our nan running merch for us, and she was like, "The
0: show was so good, boys. I loved it. Thank you so much. We had a mom from Camden Camden pop down to sell some hats. It was so cool. Theo,
1: Uh, the sound person, loved him. He gave me a phone charger when I needed it. He was eating a crisp and having a good time. All the staff there was great. The barman, the barwoman, the bar them. It was amazing. It's
0: great, honestly. This doesn't always happen to us, as you can imagine, as a listener of this podcast, because our content can be polarizing, but when the staff of a place... Is like, oh, that was fun. Like the security guard was like, y'all funny. Mm-hmm. That, that's the number one. Like they see so much shit five nights a week. They're listening to awful bands, bad mm-hmm. comedians. Other, I'm sure other bad podcasts. Um,
1: yeah, like that video of that like weird ska band with that girl doing the dance on stage that's going <laughs> viral. They have to see that multiple times a week. They
0: have to see that. We come in, we make them chuckle with our Americanisms and we just keep moving. And it was, uh, it was successful.
1: Londoners be like this. Americans be like this. Women be shopping, fellas be drinking
0: all that stuff. <laughs> all the good, all the A material. And they go so true, Bestie. Um, all the good material. But yeah, we, so Friday night we had a guest and it was someone which is kind of fun, someone we've never met. Mm-hmm. I've barely interacted with her via email to 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 book her. Um, French. She has no business talking to us. It, no, no business. Issamaya French is her name and she's a very successful makeup artist as well as makeup Brand Don't call her a makeup artist. Well, I mean, what else do you want me to say? She's—I mean, she, she's also a mogul. She—she's a to me. She's a creative
1: director, art director, artist in general, simply through
0: the lens of makeup as well as prosthetics. She turned up, and well, the night before, I received a text from her at eleven forty-seven p.m. when I was already, of course, asleep, mm-hmm. saying eight a.m. or eight p.m. tomorrow. <laughs> And I was like, "This is not good." Uh, yeah. So I responded in the Thankfully, morning. Thankfully, you were asleep. Eight p.m. I don't hear back. You know, and mm-hmm. then but then she then she shows up at you know seven thirty. Comes backstage. She's looking beautiful. She's wearing the Martine Rose shocks. Mm-hmm. Everything looks great. She's back from holiday. She was in a on a long holiday in Mongolia. Normal um, and
1: traveling on horseback,
0: Bedouin style. Bedouin style, but she brought us. A, a tube or or a, I mean a Dick's worth an applicator of, of her her a
1: Dick's worth of lip balm <laughs> her famous
0: her famous uh, lipstick lip balm you've probably seen it on Instagram it's like a silver penis and balls mm-hmm. and you obviously the penis is magnetic mm-hmm. you pull it off and then in enclosed in that is a tube of lip balm or lipstick she did bring lip balm mm-hmm. which is nice yeah because red's not really my color um, yeah And it had
1: a great, amazing weight to it. She said it
0: was three inches long, and I said, Wow, I feel amazing.
1: I feel amazing.
0: (laughs) No, but it's it really is one of those products where you see it online, you're like, This is cool. And then you feel it in your hands and you're like, damn, this is nice as hell. No expense was spared. No expense was spared. And and I Something to
1: learn from Tiffany and Co.
0: Yeah, you guys could take a little bit. Step your little shit up. But yeah, I was I was she was really she told us this um amazing story about being in the green room i'm doing kate moss's uh makeup for a diet coke commercial Mm -hmm. and i guess this in classic like kooky celebrity fashion kate decided to sage the green room
1: yeah the spirits the spirits Also, can you just imagine being in america and seeing a diet coke commercial on the telly like that we haven't had a Diet Coke commercial in, in what seems like decades. No. I no. guess I also don't watch TV, but still
0: I do. It's just a cool thing. It is cool. Like I-
1: like imagine in America like a model being all over the place selling Diet Coke on bus adverts, I mean, the whole thing.
0: I feel like the... London's a cool place. I feel like the that it might even be illegal to advertise soda yeah. Yeah, on yeah, TV, yeah. like cigarettes now. Mm-hmm. But she's the room is getting sage. She's trying to do a touch-up, but Kate won't sit down. And then mm-hmm. as she's saging, uh, it feels like Kate has taken over and she is magnetically drawn to Isamaya's crotch area mm-hmm. and she sticks this burning shrub <laughs> up her skirt as close as she can get because she said that I don't know if it was up the skirt. No, she said it was up the skirt. Did she say that? Yeah, that was the whole thing. She was like, that's why I was, that was why I was so freaked out because I couldn't move.
1: Okay. And so it so, wasn't like a Liz Bonana situation though. No,
0: no, no. And then she was like, well, what? why are you doing this? You know, and fair, she's, fair question. She's like, you got demons in there. And she's like, I just broke up with my boyfriend. It made so much sense. And then she went on to tell us a story about seeing a uh, Reiki healer in the back room of, mm-hmm. like, a drugstore.
1: Yeah, her pharmacist around the corner also moonlights as a Reiki enthusiast.
0: And could you explain what Reiki is? I've actually never done Reiki before, which I know is a surprise to you. <laughs> um, but it involves some sort of healer kind of hovering their hands just inches above your body. Yeah, and apparently there's some power there. It's a
1: conflict, contactless. Yeah, it's, it's
0: <laughs> transaction. <laughs> it's a contactless transaction. Like somebody takes forty quid off of you for doing jack shit, and it's supposed to it's supposed to do similar, you know, expel demons, heal the body, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Yeah,
1: if you're good enough at Reiki, you can do it without even touching. No it, look, no touch.
0: No look, no touch. But <sighs> but it was both of those stories were really. I was like, damn, it's it's cool because I feel like that stuff. so deeply american Mm -hmm. so to know that it's really it's crossed over to the point where the woman that's handing you your tylenol threes Mm -hmm. at the boots (laughs) is also going to take you around back and 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 free you of what ills
1: Uh i got i can give you a little baraka without even touching you (laughs) You, i want to try it you have no idea what i'm capable of um, yeah she was amazing uh hopefully she'll come on the podcast yeah we'll actually have, yeah. she
0: was a great sport yeah we'll have her on she was a great sport it's it, it, like i said it's it's really fun when people um are game but then also like just really go with it you know really go with it i mean it's
1: taking a page out of the um the playbook of alexa chung the last time we were here in london totally. we get right off the plane we go to five Carlos place we feel like um you know a princess i felt like j-lo and made in manhattan i was like is this real is this happening mr stewart can i take your coat what kind of martini do you like of course you can smoke in here is caviar okay with you and i'm like i think i'm going a lot london you know it was like that (laughs) and then we're like yeah sure i'll take a selfie with you alexa chung (laughs) yeah sure if you post it on your grid i'll reshare that you know it's all i'm like this is weird i'm not a big reshare but for you babe of Mm -hmm. course And the same thing happened with Isamaya. Of all the guests we've had on, they're like, thanks, bro. That was cool. See you later. But then every time it's like a very famous, very successful, amazing personality, you know, millions of fans and millions of dollars. They're like, yeah, five minutes later, as soon as we go off (laughs) stage, boom, smash the grid. I'm like, there's there's like people whose job it <laughs> is to manage the schedule of like how your yeah, Instagram yeah, grid is
0: released. Just, like somebody's going to get an alert and they're going to think they got fired if you post this yourself.
1: <laughs> and only because I've had a little bit of sanser in me, somebody commented on on the photo that I posted and they said gond.com and that's a that's a joke that it took me a minute but there's because the photo it's a, it's her in the middle of two of us. Yeah. Bookended by two large fellas and she's a a shorter person and she's sort of looking at us with a fun smile and we're all having a fun time. But I'm not going to tell you the the origin of it but <laughs> if you're if you watch pornography it'll be a fun joke.
0: I don't actually don't get that.
1: I and I won't. Okay. Fine by the, me. I mean, that's what I like about podcasting and how long gone in general is. You know, lead a horse to the general area of drink. where the water is, but I'm not. You know, there's there's the discoverability is the last piece of the puzzle, and you should put that last piece of the puzzle in yourself.
0: That's a, that. No, I think that's smart of you, and I like people to do the work. I know, right? <laughs> do the fucking work, man. Uh, but we um, and then and then after that, we went to Ritas to to have another meal. Which finally set me straight, um, because it was it was American cuisine through the lens of Britannia. It was just a little that that pasta was really something, like really good.
1: Yeah, it was a it was um it was it was like a mint and pea
0: situation. It was so good. Like I, it's weird because it didn't seem. I normally can't be buggered to have minty pasta. It wasn't over. It wasn't minty. It was enough, but it was so good, and I was just like, I, I didn't know what it. I didn't really understand what I was eating because <laughs> the yeah. mint wasn't pronounced sure so i'm like i don't P know and
1: mint, a very classic combo you know no, sure
0: but i'm like i don't know why this tastes so good because it's not I, pasta flavors to me usually tomato mm. or like a cachoe pepper you know what i mean like a cheesy kind of peppery
1: it sounds like rita took the the rule book and kind of threw it threw it out they
0: said fuck off
1: what do you call trash in in london and garbage rubbish. rubbish they threw it, chuck it in the bin yeah chuck it in the bin it's like the rule book but it, was, in the bean.
0: it was nice to be back there because the vibe is just good, man. And we've we we've had some.
1: They got mini martinis. Yeah, our friend who we uh, we we talked to the last time we were in town in January, where he started talking to us because he needed like a lighter, and he was telling me about how he likes watching. Uh ken burns documentaries and, and like world war Two stuff and i was like all right cool see you later and then we became friends and he came to the show and he came out to sweetie's last night it's just nice and he was there helping us out it's good it's it's good meeting strange people in a strange land and then coming back five months later and then you're just bros you're just bros gabe, cool. gabe
0: and missy were out of town they're in Marseille like everybody else apparently
1: we were very sad to miss I was like, talking
0: to actually a friend of the show Camille Charrière, who's mm-hmm. who and she was like no one she's like no one from continental europe would choose to spend august in london and <laughs> i was like why why do you mean because i'm wearing a barber and it's raining at 65 degrees she's like yeah that might be it <laughs> right when you could be in greece a lot of our meaning a lot of our friends are out of town a lot of people are out of town because this is in europe you guys don't like to work very much but especially mm-hmm. in the month of august even in a busy, bustling industrial town like London,
1: yeah. But I mean, who who hates tourists more, New Yorkers or Londoners? Because they both have the same amount of infestation
0: during these That's months. That's
1: true. You know what it feels like in oh, LA? You don't even notice it. They're they're always there, and you're just like, oh, you poor. Because they son stick of to Hollywood
0: Boulevard, they don't really deviate. Someone's it.
1: about to throw their feces on you behind a Popeyes on Hollywood Boulevard. But we're not like, worried about you
0: here. It feels like a lot of the tourists, because again, we're across from the train station, so there's bustling energy all the time of people traveling it and obviously it's a train station on airport but it all it seems like people from like two hours from here not people from America Mm. if that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. which I would find more annoying like if if everybody from if everybody from like Hartford Connecticut was coming to New York that's where I think that's almost worse if it it was taken
1: over by people from Philadelphia
0: yeah yeah it's like it's strange but that's what it feels like but maybe i maybe i'm wrong. No, that makes sense
1: cuz i don't i don't think people are flying over from all over the world to come to like
0: London in August.
1: Right, where we are right here where yeah. it's like, yeah, we flew you know 7 7 hours and two trains later and here we are. We we came to go check out the Madame Tussauds
0: I mean, wax figurines. Harry Styles is back at Madame Tussauds if you were wondering. Um the see, lineup see, is there.
1: <laughs> there there's a there's a Madame Tussauds in Los Angeles. And I don't even know how it's still in business, of course, because it's a giant room full of dude. The one here, I'm not kidding. There's a line for it. That's what. That's what. That was my point that I was making. You're saying in LA, there's not a line. I mean, how? Why would there ever be a line at a, a wax figurine place where it's like, yeah, here's Jack Nicholson wax figurine. It was made in 1981. Well, 19- why, why is there a line here? I don't fucking know, man. We live in a world full of AI, VFX, CGI. You can go see the craziest shit of all time, deep fakes of whatever you want to just see like a wax figurine of Janet Jackson and I'm going to pay, what, $80 to go see that. And But in yeah, here in London, hundreds of people in line, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, no no yeah, matter what a, day of the week.
0: It's a good question. They're here
1: I, for the two sods. I, I, I blame the Marvel universe.
0: I feel like it's just an easy thing to do and maybe it's <laughs> like funny to see wax figures but also
1: when i was here the last time in january we went by the river thames and there was like a shrek experience <laughs> not shrek <laughs> the lot li- the, the line
0: to see the shrek experience was longer than big fucking ben it's because people don't if you have kids you have to burn time nothing till you die kind of <laughs> nothing burns time like the museum of ice cream or madame tussauds so or,
1: nobody throws money at the problem more than parents
0: yeah if i if i have to go on vacation we got to take these little fucking brats like mm-hmm. maybe we get a babysitter so I we can go to a reservation at Brat. but yeah like during the day you know like i gotta fill time Fucking day just a bit of brandy on the cheek <laughs> yeah Off you go knock them right out um but yeah, the 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 we did another show. We did a show that, like right after two nights in a row, comedian style. And comedian
1: style. We got Denver Comedy Works in Denver
0: Thursday <laughs> night. Late show still. A couple tickets left. Uh, I'll be at the the casino, the Mohegan in Atlantic City Thursday, Friday, Saturday next week. Opening for Andrew Schultz. There's some tickets available <laughs> on his site. Uh, you can check check us out there. Um, Schultz, he's a monster. Right yeah, his just, new hour not his new hour uh, but we did we did we did a second show um, which we'd never done before we never done the back-to-back Jason's only done that on the turntables with members of of elite French DJ crews so it was a different time mm-hmm. for you
1: a track won't let me go back to back with them <laughs> will he not we have we have different crossfader needs <laughs> <laughs> our technical writers clash too much
0: our technical writers we can't we can't even have fun together we're just on opposite ends of the spectrum now
1: that he's on cdjs finally we can do it
0: That's once every once everyone's retires serato we can finally go back to back
1: yeah his his he he's doing all these tricks my trick is like i could dj and stand up still <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's pay some bills <laughs> how long gone we did a second show, and Raven uh, Smith, our, our longtime friend, uh, was our guest, and he kind of regaled the crowd. And I, I didn't feel like we led him into this, but it naturally went into great British stuff that he was such an expert on. Not, not Great Britain, but great, great British. British cultural stuff. And something that came up... Like Little Mix? Yeah, Jason and I are sugar not... vibes Like, I, we're familiar with Little Mix as, like, a thing. Of course. Because it's like a, it's like British Fifth Harmony, is kind of how I think of it.
1: Fifth, Fifth yeah. Harmony. Fifth Harmony,
0: had that great... Gotta work from home.
1: Oh, of course. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I know all these groups. I need to look up Little Mix right now, see who my favorite mix set is.
0: Well, I think there's probably one that we have to choose. And if we don't choose that one, it's going to be bad. There's only so,
1: three Little Mixes. Whoop, uh, well, they make left. it yeah mo- the the four other have died <sighs> yeah I don't really think any of the little actually no there's four of them all right which one is TJ choosing it shows up I don't really like any of them if I could be frank with you
0: <laughs> yeah the little mix ain't doing it for me hold on is it are you looking at a modern picture of little mix though or are you looking at like how the fuck? Do, how would I
1: know I, well, we got
0: Jade. We got Jesse.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, Jesse. Okay. Jesse. D- Jesse Nelson. I recognize from, and Perry Edwards. Oh, wait. I know these chicks from Daily Mail. Perry Edwards <laughs> um, and Jesse Nelson, I do recognize. Mm-hmm. But how How about this for a name? Jade Thurwall. Jade Thurwall. I'm a singer. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know that much about. Yeah, we
1: talked about Re- Rita Ora yeah, Ra- Raven st- Smith said Rita Ora is the most photogenic
0: person in the world and I had to hold my tongue on that one. Well, I think that I mean, how many times you've seen her in person? That's the thing. Not not enough. exactly me neither. I saw somebody tweet how did what's the what's the director's name that she married Taka? Taka Watiti. Taka Watiti. The guy
1: like, the guy makes a delicious iced coffee. The macadamia nut flavor is great.
0: They were like, how did this guy how did this guy get uglier when he married Rita Ora? <laughs> This guy was so hot, and now he's ugly because he married Rita Ora. Really? Yeah. Like, just by association? No, no, no. I think they're saying his looks have changed. I don't think they're saying, like, Rita Ora's bad. I think they're just saying, like, it's weird. So, like, the simple
1: act of him marrying her or just appearing next to her in a photo has degraded his physical appearance by 20% give or take
0: yeah it's like it's like me it, when, is
1: it but is it literally happening or is it sort no i of, think this is i it's think this is a, a virtual effect
0: i think this is humorous
1: but, sure 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 but
0: i think it could be
1: that rita can't catch a break well it you? could
0: just be also like yeah he's probably five years older than the last time you looked or something you know what i mean it, it could be many factors
1: rita didn't get hit in the head with the cell phone that was a different person right Uh, no. The gears of culture turn so quickly. Rita
0: Ora, well, Rita Ora is a magic, magic thing because I've heard from many inside sources that she's very, (laughs) very rich. From being smart with money and being like very good at being a celebrity, she's very, very rich and I think her sisters, her manager. She hit it big
1: on the off track betting. They're Armenian. Oh, say no more.
0: There you go. You have a chance is what I'm saying.
1: She took all of her uh, royalty monies and (laughs) Shoveled it into hooker, and auto body repair. She has
0: several hookah spots across the grave.
1: Wait, <laughs> I I keep getting Rita Aura and BB Rexha.
0: Rita Aura is Rita Aura is an Armenian chick from London. BB Rexha is a white chick that looks like she's from Florida. Mm, okay, okay, okay. And neither of them. Have had a hit so I see why you're getting them conflated
1: neither of them have had a musical hit stateside but both of them have probably been hit in the head with cell phones cups of beer some frozen yogurt things Re- like that
0: Rita Ora I mean I think BB Rex was a big songwriter so BB Rex is like that was her oh, path she's a beast Rita I don't know what Rita's path was I feel like she might have been on like a reality show but that's not true she's they've always been singers mm. but Rita Ora just never crossed over in any way to America Except for being like hot. So I guess shaking up with Taika Waititi was a smart move then. Oh, very smart. I mean, I don't think she needs bread from him. I just think that he's a respected, one of the most respected Australians I know. Well, he was. <laughs> Until. I, I
1: think we have a lot of mutual friends. I know. I know Chris Chang is very yeah, close. Yeah, we do. No, like he them. is.
0: He's like a very respected director. And I also think he likes to just get turned up. And Rita's probably fun and cool. Have a laugh, up for a shag. Yeah. What's the What's the <laughs> downside? Like, I, I don't think that... I, I actually have been pro-Rita for a long time.
1: All right. Name top five
0: songs. No, no, top no. Five Rita not not songs musically. I just mean the whole thing of being like a... as a her, Just her spirit? As a high-level celebrity grifter, I think that kind of thing has been taken over by these talentless influencers. Mm-hmm. And back in my day, you had to sing or do a reality show or something real.
1: You had to do... To just get to get on the yacht, you had to do a little something.
0: Exactly to be on the co- to be on the cover of. You gotta you know, sing for your supper. To be on the cover of El Abu Dhabi, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you have to, you have to, you have to, <laughs> to sing for your supper. Exactly. So <laughs> nowadays it's like, hey, what's up, guys? i like, have got
1: the cover of Alua Greenland. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I love like- my team.
0: <laughs> El Abu Dhabi. I just
1: want. <laughs> I just want to thank the best team for this shoot. It's for El Abu Dhabi. In Abu Dhabi, it's illegal to look at me <laughs> yeah, in yeah. the
0: photos. <laughs> the reason I'm in a burqa in all these photos is because that's kind of the rules. I know you guys are used to be showing off my body a little more, but, you know, Man, rules, I, rules are rules.
1: It's 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 funny because where we're from in America, you know, Abu Dhabi, Dubai, Saudi, all these Middle Eastern places, they're so far away from us that they don't even feel like they're on the same planet. But here, it's like... It's mm. like a like a two hour flight away or some shit, right? And, it's true. I mean, depending on where you're going, but like, I, w- I was watching the telly just yesterday, BBC Radio One, and there's a show where it's this guy called Jason, a white guy called Jason, not
0: guy called Jason. He's got a
1: cooking show, and I'm like, oh, this is sick. Like, if I lived in London, I could probably have a tidy little career, just like Jason come round.
0: What's up? It's Jason.
1: I've got a lovely pudding in the oven, whatever it is. And but this guy keeps making all this like sort of exotic food, but it's not crazy. But it's just like
0: Are you saying it was inspired by Middle Eastern flavors?
1: Yeah, but not even that not even that much. It was like it was like not even Odolengi level. It was just like I'm gonna make like a like a Compresse salad with a bit of like coriander and a bit of uh, you know, like what if I put some mint and a pomegranate seed in there? You know, it's just like it was very entry level Middle Eastern and the show went to commercial break so I could watch some adverts and it was the show was literally called like Jason's Dubai cooking. It was, it was like a show about cooking food from Dubai hosted by just
0: some, a guy named Jason, a uh, bloke named Jason. Do you think he was, do you think he was being held captive? Do you think he's ever allowed to go outside and get fresh air?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Yes. Jason Atherton's Dubai dishes.
0: So you're saying that you wanted he might may, maybe he's from dubai i don't know but once you found out this was dubai you were like why isn't there more flavor to this he was sprinkling it wasn't he wasn't going no it was more hog. of
1: like how does this guy become the authoritative person on on british television for cooking the cuisine from dubai
0: but well, if, I, I don't the, know. I think the, que- the I could que- be wrong.
1: He could absolutely be from Dubai. Well, Jason, I think
0: you're forgetting that the f- the cuisine of Dubai is like Nobu now. <laughs> like the cuisine of Dubai is just another like carbone.
1: They're like our our uh, our top restaurant is called um, Ruth Chris Steakhouse. <laughs> have you been to this
0: place Shake Shack? We have several locations.
1: Jason Atherton is a English chef and restaurateur. He got a Michelin star in 2011. And he was the executive chef at Gold on Ramsey's Maze in London. And now he hosts this show.
0: He studied with Gordon, that's enough for me. He went to
1: Boston College in Lincolnshire. So of course he knows the cuisines of Dubai. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I
0: I don't but I just don't think there's a Dubai cuisine. I think that's why he's able to sneak right, in. Right,
1: it's like it's like my guide to Las Vegas cookery. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. It's it's just there's not much there. So he can kind of yeah, make yeah, it yeah. up. To, he can sprinkle some za'atar on the macaroni and cheese and that's <laughs> that that does it. This is why we talk
1: about this kind of horseshit. We work <laughs> it all out. Well, well, speaking of food, we were talking um Just in the the car on the way over here back to the hotel. uh, And you were mentioning your gripe when restaurants call
0: foods proteins. (laughs) It just, it takes the sexiness out of it a little bit. Also,
1: when we had, I had burrata at lunch today. Went down a
0: treat. Delicious burrata. Thank you for ordering that.
1: What a lovely food it is. Our, Our guest, Otega, said, it's like. Thick milk. What'd she say?
0: Yeah, she's yeah, like thick milk. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> solid milk. Solid solid milk. milk. And I was like, sounds don't, good to me. I was like, don't tell Jason that he's running with this because that's the that's the mm-hmm. like battery in his back that he needed. You say solid milk like it's a bad thing, babe. Protein. I guess it's just like the way people say, you want to get food.
1: <laughs> Expand on that, please. Don't
0: say that. Say, do you want to get lunch? Do you want to get dinner? Do you want to get breakfast? Saying do you want to get food makes you sound like a 13-year-old. Interesting. Do you not agree? Or have you never thought about it?
1: I've never thought about that. And I I, I guess the only time I've ever been approached with that and been okay with it is when it's like in between the meals. Let's say it's 3.30 and you would say, you know, you want to go get some food. You want to grab a bite. Things like that.
0: Grab a bite. Fine. Okay. Grab a bite is fine. Get I, some food. Get some food. I don't know. It mm-hmm. just bothers me. It rubs me the wrong way.
1: And you're like, we need more of a game plan than get some food. Yeah, what what is, the fuck does that like, mean? Like, are we hitting
0: Publix for a bag of Lay's? Are we going to a Michelin star restaurant? Are we going grocery shopping? Exactly. It's, it's so... omakase Indiscernible. So what, what it means. But yeah, I don't... Protein is is just... It sounds medicinal.
1: <laughs> it, yeah, it sounds... Do you know what I mean? It sounds clinical... It sounds biological.
0: It doesn't. It doesn't make like calling a hundred dollar steak protein less cheap. It cheapens the product. What's your beef with protein? Like,
1: don't you agree? There's the there's a the Guardian headline right there. <laughs> to me, when I when I was hearing your griping, I don't I don't like the fact that when people ask about the protein, it's implied that a protein must be consumed. In order for it to be a complete meal, oh, I see what you mean. We're like, I would like the, I would like the Buddha bowl, yeah, with bok choy and so whatever you know. Anytime, and they're like, would you like some
0: seitan with that?
1: What kind of protein <laughs> would you like with that? And I'm, I'm like, is that mandatory? Will I be shunned if I don't want a protein with it?
0: Well, they will shun you because they want to add the twenty four for a piece of salmon the size of like a small child's foot. <laughs> um at most at most <laughs> restaurants
1: and it's mostly bones isn't
0: it uh, but i i just I,
1: I guess if you have to look at it in the it's it's funny because you you have two restaurants you've got chipotle and subway allison roman subway you go to chipotle you get your burrito bowl your rice your beans your guac your salsa your chips and cheese and then at the end what kind of protein would you like I don't, I don't blink. I don't bat an eye. But imagine going to Subway and they put the mayo, the mustard, <laughs> the lettuce, the cheese, the tomato on there. Like, what kind of protein would you like on there? <laughs> can I get the number six?
0: The protein and cheese. Can I get that one, please? And then you just pick at the end. <laughs> That's good.
1: Um, Yeah, I guess just a little tuna. But I,
0: but I do think it's a way for restaurants, obviously, to upcharge you and make money on a salad by doubling the price. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's like... I think it sounds like healthier to people. Like it sounds like more like healthy and I don't know. I think there's more. Well, I think there's pr- like a Protein trick. is
1: a thing that people We feel think it's as, positive.
0: Like we think it's good for you.
1: It, it used to be a thing that we ate because it was yummy. And now because of bro science and Huberman and et cetera, we think that we require protein. Ex- yeah. Like, and there's a dollar value attached to protein because it's like, oh, I it costs so much money, be, you know, for many reasons. But one of them is we can increase the price tag on it because this is this life giving, muscle building, yes, powerful.
0: If you know, I add, if I add, if I add shrimp to my chopped salad, I'm gonna have pecs by the end of this meal. That's how it's built to us.
1: I mean, th- yeah, there's a val because you know if you're like a a fitness enthusiast and you're like, I gotta, you know, I weigh 200 pounds, I gotta eat 200 grams of protein every day, or else I'm gonna lose my bodacious muscle mass there's a dollar
0: amount no, affixed to that to that no number. i mean and look i'm in that there's no price too high it's just like milligrams of thc yeah that's no that's a good point i we went to lunch at a restaurant in soho called andrew Edmonds that otega picked mm-hmm. that was very very charming and very good
1: yeah the name of it's like is this where i go get my pictures framed
0: but it, no. it does it does feel like a um cobbler mm, or a volvo dealership a one. in I connecticut mean, <laughs> actually it church. actually sounds like a family member of mine. <laughs> oh, Andrew Edmonds Black. That's my yeah, that's cousin on my dad's side. Sweet guy. <laughs> he was great. No, no, he yeah, he passed away, but he was great, honestly. His kids are cool. <laughs> cool guy. Uh
1: it was a it was like an eighteen hundred style British restaurant pubbery kind of thing. Yeah, but it was church
0: wa- pew seating. Yeah, but it was it wasn't the food was good and like kinda normal. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I mean. It had all the trappings that were perfect. It's across from Rita's. It's across. It's like in the right place. Crazy. You know what it
1: feels like. It, it feels like what uh, uh, what what L A restaurants are aspiring to be. Like that's sort of like a real horses or a yeah. real stir crazy. hundred percent. Like you can't. The only reason why you can't emulate that. As a pure facsimile, as it's been here since 1876 yeah. or something like that. Handwritten we'll menu. We call it ponies, not horses. It's a small capacity.
0: Handwritten menus.
1: Yeah, every day they handwrite the menu and put it on the chuck it on the on the website. But yeah, it was it was just delicious nice
0: and normal. I don't know, man. I was happy. Just a
1: the a simple bread basket, a nice lovely yellow salted butter, a bottle of sans goes down a tree. Two bottles of sans.
0: I was kind of surprised at that after the night you had last night. The they
1: only misstep: the meatballs and rigatoni. I oh, wasn't good. Don't let a fucking Brit make a meatball. Really? Yeah, I mean, of me making meatballs at home on the worst day wasn't as bad as those balls.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: but I'm a bit of a ball ballman.
0: Aren't aren't meatballs like if the ingredient good taste good?
1: They can get dry.
0: Oh, okay. And so it's not a shape that- issue; it's a it's a texture issue.
1: It's uh no, I mean anyone can form a circle.
0: Well, that's not necessarily true. (laughs)
1: Uh, I hope if if you can't form a circle, then you can then you can fuck right off out of my kitchen. But thanks, Gordon. (laughs) I've been watching too much Kitchen Nightmares. Clearly interesting, but like you go to any like Italian restaurant. Like when we were in um in Bologna, we went to some little old spot. Wanted in like the only spot open on the street, so everyone was there. Not expecting much. I got a bowl of meatballs and peas in, in a tomato sauce. Macan. And it was just, you know, like canned peas in a bowl with some meatballs that had been cooking in red sauce. Nothing crazy, but the balls were just so juicy, so moist, so flavorful, but everything was so simple. There was no like cover, it, 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 there was no mountain of Parmesan and yeah. lugs of olive oil and micro.
0: Don't come for Davide like that.
1: But there's there's none of the pomp and circumstance that you would normally get from something like that. It was just criminally simple in the best way possible. You can only get in a real place like that in Italy. And you bite into it and you're like, This is all you need like without without this fundamental perfect ball, you know, all the other shit is bullshit. And these balls were bullshit. <laughs> but now after eating those balls in Bologna I, I never sear my meatballs anymore before I, I braise them in the sauce.
0: Are you, is that normally the way you would prepare?
1: Normally people will you form the balls, you put them in the pan with some olive oil mm-hmm. and you kind of sear them, get a good color on the outside, pull them out and then you use that all the fond and the beefy bits in the bottom, yeah. you put some put the sauce in there or onions and garlic and whatever, cook it down, but I just I make a nice sauce. I get the raw balls, oh. and I, and they go in raw, and they just kind of slowly get lovely, get lovely in
0: the jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> you had too much fun with that one.
1: I got coffee in me, man. There's a guy gave me edibles last night.
0: It was a cool. This is this homemade is, edibles, guys. This homemade. is this
1: is what I like about how long gone as a community in London. It's like it really is just like it's like a weird circus gathering of people it's like it's like the fwb fest without any need for a a wallet a digital wallet man when when cam tang friend of the show called it earning man
0: (laughs) so funny bro earning man (laughs) killed me this episode is brought to you by reese's peanut butter cups in breaking news Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you.
1: Career World is a new cookbook written by Dookie Hong and friend of the show,
0: Matt Rodbard. The New York Times best-selling authors of the book Koreatown. Korea World is a vibrant exploration of the evolution of Korean cuisine both in Korea and in Koreatowns across the United States with more than 75 bold, flavor-packed recipes and stunning photography.
1: The authors take an inside look at the exciting evolution of Korean food through stories of chefs, home cooks, as well as recipes that are shaping modern Korean cuisine.
0: The book begins in Seoul where the barbecue scene is pushing into new territory and where the city's third wave coffee culture is exploding the tour continues with late night food adventures in los angeles my
1: hometown and stops into the kitchens of innovative chefs from new york city to portland who are putting modern spins on korean classics
0: recipes include giant short ribs whole fried smash rockfish and pineapple kimchi fried rice i'm sad i didn't get to name the
1: foods and you did (laughs) korea world is essential reading for anyone curious about the future of food
0: available wherever books are sold
1: so we had all these people you know like you come to the show and you come to the club and we're you know and there's all these cool fashion people and they're wearing their beautiful outfits and everyone's well done and cute and has good cute lives and cultural and interesting and then but also it's so not exclusive or like exclusionary where it really is like a like everyone is all welcome any old bloke can come down (laughs)
0: But if they obviously if they buy a ticket for 29 quid. There there was
1: there's a person that I met named Pam and and carolyn was talking to her for a long time but she was saying like she she drove in from a far away place, you know, 2 hours straight, dropped her kids off. She had like a 1 and a 3-year-old kid. Dropped the kids off and then came straight to to come see us, like didn't even shower or change or anything came straight over and hung out and was cool. Was not like a drunk, annoying fan bugging us. Was just, you know, hanging around, just happy to be there. And she's like, you know, like, I just like do the vacuuming and live my life every day and you guys are just like who I listen to and I don't know how she stumbled upon us but
0: like a regular mom basically a regular british mom
1: just a, yeah and, and, and but i met many people
0: like that yeah yeah same
1: where it's not like oh i'm like a 19 year old skater who listens to 100 gecks and you guys are Liddy or whatever it's just like it's all shapes and sizes and ages and, and yeah no you're right it is and that's and, and carolyn and i were having like a little bit of a sentimental chat at the end of the night last night oh that's a, what
0: happens when you're coming down from coke go ahead
1: having a fag outside <laughs> and she was just she it was the first time she understood or like felt the 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 weight of parasocial relationships in in the positive chamber. Yeah. Because so many people talk about the negative sides of parasocial relationships, creepy fandom, overstepping, reddit comments, doxing, you know, all this gnarly shit. But then the good parts about parasocial relationships are just like you know hey i i I have my thing, you know what i I've said it before, like you know I, I work in a toll booth or I'm in jail or you know i've 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 got this job or I'm working toward this thing, and my life is not exactly where I want it to be or like I love my life, but I don't have a lot of friends or whatever there's a zillion reasons, but they just listen to us and and we're always there you know just it shows up like the sunday times it's a, it's it's out at the same no, it's, time it's Every, true. And, and you could kind of set your watch to it and then we become. But I feel like your people, guide to the
0: outside world. I feel like people do express that here, though, more for mm-hmm. some reason, like they feel comfortable expressing it. And, and maybe I don't know what that is, because I don't I don't think British people are known for their openness, um, but I do. Agree They're known
1: for getting drunk and that helps with the openness. That's a good. That's a great That being one. said, shout out to Pam. We love you, babes. Shout out to Pam um and also shout out yeah speaking i was talking about this because of the the edibles a guy came up to me last night and he's like yeah i got some edibles for you and i was like well i already have a bunch but
0: you know i mean you don't say no what's drugs. five
1: more and he's like well these ones are homemade i made them myself and i was like okay well you know i, I like an artisan and he he basically just broke down. He's like, "These ones are the CBG. This is a CBD. I mean, you mix this one with that one." So he did
0: he go scientist mode in the lab? Yeah. And I, I, I ate what are they? One. Wait, what? What is the what is the form factor of these the edibles?
1: One, they the one I had was chocolate, but it's it like a- it's a delicious chocolate in like a, a professionally done mold. Okay. He's like, this one has like fresh coconut flakes. This one has a bit of cardamom. This one oh, has nice. a little bit of chili spice, and and they're very well balanced and they tasted delicious. But I was like, okay, so this, this guy just kind of shows up at the show. He likes the podcast. Hands me. A, he literally pulled a sock out of his backpack, and then there was a little wound up plastic baggie like it was, you know, smuggling some some black tar across the border. Pulls it out, hands it to me. I'm like, cool, thanks. And I was like, you come until the after party? He's like, yeah, I already I RSVP'd. It's all good. And I walk up. I'm, you know, I'm grabbing a drink, and he's sitting at the bar. In a stool, alone by himself, smile on his face, having a great time, and he's got a a notebook out and pencils, and he's he's sketching and drawing. <laughs> really? So the edibles work then? <laughs> <laughs> but I just love to see That's it cool. because it felt like some kind of like beatnik scene kind of vibe, where like you know strangers welcome, and like yeah. hey, we're gonna dance and do coke over here. There's hot chicks over here. There's this guy who's drawing in the corner, and nobody's like, "Why is this fucking guy drawing in the corner?" They're just like, "Oh, that guy's drawing."
0: Cool. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, it's I, and the guy I, yeah. who's drawing is like, "What's you guys are doing your thing? I'm just happy to be here. We're all just everybody's chilling.
0: coexisting at the yeah. We we had an after party at Sweeties last night, is what Jason is talking about. He yeah. DJ'd there.
1: Thanks to friend of the show, Roy Phillips, for DJing with me. There is a woman. I guess she was a girl. Uh got on someone's shoulders and was doing like a proper like festival like Kasabian at
0: <laughs> like Glastonbury, <laughs> at Glastonbury 09. Kind of I, thing. I, went, I, I woke up, you this, up on the shoulders now I woke up this morning to hit my final berries class and I only have one text message in my phone and it's a <laughs> video of a British chick on her boyfriend's shoulders screaming along to Mr. Brightside yeah. and I said Jason you surely didn't play this Rory must have played it and Jason said, no, no, I, I played it. And I said, that feels like a personal attack, a shot at me, because I don't think you would have played that if I was in the room. There was a lot of times where
1: people were dancing and having a great time to lots of songs, but that song particular is the one I did send
0: you a video of. Because that is a, it's a I think that song hits hard globally, but they were so <laughs> big here. That I think it really does hit. Like last time we were here, when you Did played. do the killers have a name for their fandom? Their st- their standum? Oh, I'm sure they do, but I I should know as a member of the fan club. Uh, okay. I pay my dues, but I don't <laughs> I don't know the name. Okay, it's like when Phoenix when you played the Phoenix song last time, people lost their fucking minds. Phoenix is big, and that song is a classic. Mm-hmm. Definitely doesn't go off in America like it goes off here. No, I know. and that's what I like
1: about London, man. They're like we have our songs. If you play them, I don't care. If it's ten years ago, ten days ago, we're gonna jump up and down and scream.
0: And the Uber though, on the way over here from from the Hundred Club to the Standard, Roy Roy Phillips did tell me that he doesn't like the Verve, and that felt weird.
1: <sighs> I, I I love an opinionated person. Hey, I say.
0: Let's get it on. Me me neither, and I can't duel with him because he's like a music knowledge. He would have more knowledge than me where I'm yeah. just like, that song rocks. Richard right, Ashcroft right, right. has great bone structure. Like, I don't really have much else to add.
1: You'll show him the deck, but there's no strategy section. <laughs>
0: yeah, I sent over the PDF. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a WIP.
1: These are all great ideas, but do they work?
0: <laughs> these ideas don't work chris the, the deck don't work yeah i was about to say that these ideas don't work to the tune of these these drugs don't work the creative concepts don't work dr- <laughs> chris had
1: gazpacho today and he liked it that's I, fucking men- Oh,
0: i just i just was like there wasn't any appetizer on the menu that was grabbing me and i knew you would love it if i ordered a gazpacho
1: Felt like I was about to come in the San Vicente Bungalow, and I did. And it was,
0: it was good, it had a little too much of a kick to it, but otherwise, it good. I
1: was, I asked the server, I was like, Is this just straight away gazpacho, or you guys do something you know? Because sometimes you go and it's like, Oh, this one is our, our pineapple habanero heirloom <laughs> gazpacho, or this one is just it's only made out of watermelon and mint, or you know, whatever it is. And he was like, you know, when some restaurants, you, they bring the bowl and it's got a bunch of choppy bits on it and they have a little saucer jug and they pour it in there and we're all like, oh, and he's like, yeah, it's not like that.
0: It's just <laughs> yeah. regular gazpacho. Our server at this 1800s Soho restaurant <laughs> was wearing a Penn State t-shirt. Like he played, like he was like, oh yeah, I played a couple. I played my junior and senior year, but I, I didn't go pro. <laughs> And I was just so, he was like, oh, I, I didn't, he was like, I didn't go there. I'm like, I know. I, I just <laughs> was like, that's funny that you're wearing that. He didn't even know what it was. Um, I'm
1: trying to think of what else we got. I guess we're going to um, uh, Copenhagen tomorrow for the first time of my life. My life too. You've never been.
0: No. I'm really, I'm excited, even though the weather's apparently going to be terrible. So I'm you're trying dr- to
1: see if Chloe Wise can get me a walk in at Noma tomorrow just pop in I'll, I'm fine to sit at the bar I'll pop
0: in so if I come in at five well, I'll be done by midnight or <laughs> I just want to make sure my other because the cars come all the way out here to take me home or do I have to walk part of the experience I, after I just remembered is walking. asking
1: for a doggy bag for your <laughs> pine cone
0: <laughs> that's, that's too good can I get the pine cone to go because this walk home is going to be long
1: I already know once I get home I'm going to get the munchies and I'm just going to be like craving cone this young pine cone <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean I'm I'm looking forward to it. There's a lot of people to link and build with, um, both local and visiting from mm-hmm. New York. But I, I, I just I don't really know I liked Stockholm so much and I can't wait to go back. And I think Copenhagen is, is been billed to me as it's like kind of like looser sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which doesn't interest me as much if I'm being honest. Loose is not a selling point for you. No, no, no. But I think it will be I think it'll be a big selling point for you, which excites me.
1: Yeah, for me, I'm I'm the kind con- you know, our our yin and yang duality, I'm always trying to find ways to remove the stick up the ass and get a little breathing room, and whereas you're saying I could take some more. Stick. Yeah, yeah definitely. Is that all you got, big? Put the fella? whole thing in. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm
0: saying. Is that it? Put the <laughs> Oh, we're done. <laughs> No, I just, I guess I just think that like that that description to me is like, what does that actually mean? Like more natural wine bars? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, or is it like a real general overall attitude? I think
1: it feels, to me it feel having never been to either of these cities, it feels like a general happiness level and quality of life level is increased by 10%, something like that. Well, I think the... I you think, remove some of the structured rigidity in exchange yeah. for some you know s- just a simple smile on your face and i don't and think anybody's smiling
0: in any in any
1: nordic country have you been to amsterdam <laughs> no but the, i guess that's. but the, i mean I, th- I think people smile in copenhagen and l- as long as it's the three weeks where the sun's out yeah as long as yeah but as, I mean, as long as as long as she's wearing ghani
0: you're gonna smile <laughs>
1: As long as you have enough money to pay all the taxes to live your utopian lifestyle, <laughs> yeah, there's no. nothing. And like, as long as you're on that base level, like,
0: it's, it's cool. all,
1: everything is sorted. Like, but a, a lot of the, you get 11 months paid vacation every year.
0: A lot of the clothes I like are made, like, design. Like, there's a lot of brands I like there. Sure. So I get to meet, like, the guy that does mf pen and like the guys that do sunflower and like all the stuff that i like and i think it's interesting that there's such like a look to it all mm-hmm. like not that it's all so similar but like what's the look can you you can't describe it with words right or at least not english language it's kind of our legacy it's like kind of like this i don't know it's like it, it in stockholm it felt a little more like kind of like i'm not looking for comps uniform i'm looking for adjectives oh i think it's like a vibe Oh God! Even worse. <laughs> Sorry. That's what when people ask you about your DJ set last night, that's what you kept saying. No, <laughs>
1: God. I was talking to this fucking girl last night, and I'm trying to think of what she would say every time I would. She would like ask me a question, I would answer, and she would reply every single time with a word that she took from gay people. Dead ass. Pot meat black kettle meat black. But um, it was it. She would say like giving, or it was like her saying like yas
0: sure every time
1: like 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 she's like oh what time are you going on I'm like i'm going on in 15 she's and she'd be like slay i'm like thank you and you're like do you have um this song i wanted to hear the song i'm like yeah slay <laughs> <laughs> she's probably listening right now she's from texas if you if this if you're that person, she requested Selena, and I was like, "I'll tell you what ain't going to work right now <laughs> at two in the morning while everyone's coked out, pogoing up and down." To Selena pulp is, songs is a Selena ballad. See, we, a Coldplay would hit harder than Selena <laughs> at two a.m. in London. Ooh, now I know. Is this going to be the third episode of
0: How Long Gone, where I play Fix You at the end of it? <laughs> have you done? Have you used Fix You a couple times? More than once. I mean, it's a great song. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no arguing. No one can.
1: A Swedish house mafia level of build up. Oh,
0: easily, uh, yeah. I'm excited to do a show in Copenhagen though, because I think this is this is our like. It's not in English. I mean, I know everyone speaks English, but it's it's not their first language. It's
1: as foreign as we're gonna get for English folx.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm interested to see how they take it. How these like blonde hotties are able to. <laughs> Take our brand of humor but i mean it's basically sold out so They're i are gonna guess be I, like your polls are so big i guess people want to go i mean yeah i, I, I guess I, people want to go I, I, i'm excited
1: to try all of the cool restaurants that i did not make a reservation for so if you own or operate or even work at a restaurant in copenhagen that you think i would like send me a dm of the menu and their instagram and you know if I think it's good I'll make a rest
0: the only cool place I know is Apollo Bar I can't be arsed that's the only there's thing there's Apollo Bar there Apollo oh
1: Apollo yeah 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 I was like damn am I gonna go but I there? I mean we have Coltado. I mean
0: Nicol, Nicol, Nico from Palms yeah is our shaman I think he'll be willing to yeah help you out
1: yeah I'm I'm the dog on the leash and he's <laughs> he's guiding me around
0: he says come I say
1: yes sir <laughs> Uh, 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 I guess I guess
0: that's all we got
1: So yeah if you're in Copenhagen We'll see you on Tuesday There's then, a
0: thing on Tuesday And then there's a thing on Wednesday as well Wednesday and in store The Palms collab is going to come out next week Um, We're actually shooting it on Monday When we get to Copenhagen We, we shoot on Monday Straight off the plane Show on Tuesday the,
1: the show is at an outdoor venue There is a chance of rain So we'll see what happens We have a contingency
0: plan Bring your Ghani, Ghani slickers Bring your rains full outfit um, Bring your Burberry Broly. Uh, but yes, Broly. we'll be there uh Stockholm uh, all next week. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing some American friends, former guests. <sighs> mm. You know,
1: it's going to be good. What I'm looking forward heads. to the most is going back to America. But uh, honestly, this time, for, I think because we, Carolyn's parents, are watching the dogs, and I'm not paying a lady that lives around the corner from me $1,800 to do that. Something about this trip, I've I've kind of let go. Where normally I'm a wow. little, I'm I'm a little like suburban paranoid American, where like checking the nest cam, texting the neighbor, like if I got a big box, to, you know, if like an electric bike showed up on the doorstep, can you grab that so, you know, a ne'er do weller doesn't steal it or yeah, whatever. of course, yeah. You know, I'm worried about the the quality of my water, watering schedule, my soil moisture on the lawn landscaping issues. I got it. The list goes on. And this time I'm just kind of like,
0: once again, you're making the case to not have dogs. And I appreciate that. You're saying that the dogs were stringing you up and you weren't able to fully relax while you're out of town because you were paying some freak who actually, you know what, what's more of a freak than being a professional dog sitter? That's scary shit. I mean, you done. Has she done time? You think did she not have another job because of her? criminal She has another job doing she, what she works from home i think she's like a photo retoucher
1: and she just chills at her house so like while she's hanging out and working there's just like she's making like five hundred dollars a day watching dogs
0: how many dogs she got over there at once
1: sometimes it's just our 2 and then i've seen other times where there's like six or seven dogs running around and Ugh. if she's charging 60 a head for a cattle per day you know, no. I'm not shit saying it adds the, up.
0: I'm not saying the bread's not good. I would. I mean, I would rather. Car note a, paid for. Yeah, I'm sure the Honda Civic four door paid for. for. I'm sure the. This she does this all <laughs> in an apartment.
1: No, she owns a home on the on like the street right behind me. The the house like her backyard is ten times. Nicer this is than really mine. tearing me apart. She has an amazing, beautiful backyard. This is
0: really tearing me apart because I hate dogs. Dog sitters are obviously freaks. But I love how much money she makes mm-hmm. and how enterprising she is. Sure. So I'm really torn. So I respect her as a businesswoman. I don't respect her as a dog lover. The only – the kicker
1: is you must love dogs. That's it.
0: Must love dogs.
1: Howlonggone.com is the website.
0: Howlonggone.com is the website. London, uh, thank you to everyone who came to see us at the 100 Club. Thank you to Isamaya French and Raven Smith uh, for joining us on stage. Thank you to the Standard Hotel. And sweeties everybody at
1: purple pr
0: all our purple people and, uh, georgie we miss I, you I, idea books I, yeah, we went to idea books today um to hang with david and angela i made a few purchases and had them shipped back to new york um mm-hmm. great tina barney book as well as the issue of dune with chloe on the cover tim coleman if you're listening you know i finally one. copped up um but yeah the idea the idea yeah. office in soho is a is a must appointment only of cools
1: i ate a couple biscuits Went down a treat and I, I did find one book that I fell in love with and he told me that it cost seven hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> and I said, Carry on then. Would you like a hat?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. We we did give him some hats. But yeah, Do was, you guys it, have
1: any tote bags, perhaps?
0: It was nice to see th- I just love I, I just love them. They're so funny and the the stores. Loved so them. Love fun. both of them. They're so sick. it was a fun space to be in. Um, I hadn't, been, be I hadn't in been in years. I'd I i had not been there since like twenty fifteen. Do you
1: think there's any cameras? Inside. What'd you do? I stole
0: a lot of shit. (laughs) I pocketed a few bags of crisps, if I'm being honest. I said pleats, please, please. Uh, All right, how long gone? Uh thank you to everyone in London. Thank you, London, and uh Copenhagen. We will see you this week. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll be back with some very interesting guests. Uh starting the week week of August fourteenth. One of the greatest drummers of all time a legend Shit, I forgot about I've that I've seen I've seen him play with his band who's no longer together where he he had a, a drum set that was a full circle around like his the, every area a full circle he was sitting in the middle
1: here's a clue my last name is his first name
0: <laughs> see you guys next week
1: up guys oh,